Hey Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. I'm Tony from Good Morning America. And I'm Jeffrey from D23. And together, we're taking you Inside Disney. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. What? Is that Who a new voice I is hear? that? <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, listeners. We are incredibly excited to welcome a new host to the show, the fantastic, the talented, and the very charming Tony Morrison, Senior Digital Producer for Good Morning America. Welcome, Tony. Yay. Hi, friends. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. So why don't you share a little about yourself for those who don't know your entire life story like we do? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm here at Good Morning America, a little show you may or may not have heard of for all of you (laughs) out there listening. But I joined the Disney family way back in the day as a photo pass photographer at Walt Disney World when I was in high school. So this is about as inside Disney as you can get to have started at 18 in the parks and now to work at Good Morning America. And I know I have a Disney Parks alum here as well, Heck Sherry. yeah. Hello. I miss my Parks days. I'm glad to have a fellow alum on the show. Absolutely. Now, PhotoPass for life over here. Woo. I ended up picking up photography professionally in college and came back to Disney as a photographer for Disney Fairy Tale Weddings and Honeymoons. And then I'm coming to New York being a production assistant for ABC and now here at GMA. So it's been quite the ride, but so great to be here with you. Ah, so happy to have you here. Well, we are all big fans of GMA, and I'm sure many of us watch it regularly. Not as regularly, however, as Sherry watches Survivor. Okay, huge news, everyone. What? I didn't watch a single episode between last recording and right now. I know, you must be wondering, did your TV break? Did you lose Wi-Fi? Something terrible must have happened? No, to the contrary, something amazing happened. The Muppet Show started streaming on Disney+. Plus. (laughs) (laughs) I, I hope I keep up with this, but I'm trying to watch one episode every lunch, which should get me through 118 lunches. Um, it's an incredible show highly recommend my love of gonzo was only growing stronger i also watched muppet treasure island on disney plus so i had a whole muppets week well muppet treasure island did celebrate a big 25th anniversary last week and d23 did their huge watch party and all that and the muppets live tweeted yes the muppets live (laughs) tweeted so you can go back into D23's Twitter thread and find that. And the fantastic video they did with Dave Goals and Brian Henson and others is available on D23.com. Mm-hmm. We love to see it. What have you guys been up to? Anyone watch Good Trouble on Freeform? Ooh, I haven't caught it yet. I was a huge Foster's fan, but I have not watched Good Trouble. Tell us. Tell us more. I am a little in trouble because I started with the season premiere of season three, which premiered on Freeform last Wednesday. It's now on Hulu, just in case you want to watch. But I need to go backwards in time and start from season one. So I'm one of those. But the cast is incredible. Zuri Adele and Sherry Cole, I've done a couple projects with them. And then we have others on the cast joining us at GMA in the next couple of weeks. It's just spectacular. Great storytelling. It's for my millennial brain. (laughs) I can't say enough good things about it. Mm. Cool. And in between the premiere, you guys, I was scrolling through Instagram as one does and came across all this Nat Geo merch. 
you know when you see something on the shelf and you're like, I have to have this, like right now. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, yes, and that's why I have no room on any of my shelves anymore. I had a shiny moment on Instagram, which led me to shop Disney. I got this brand new bright gold Nat Geo sweater. I'm a sucker for cozy things, especially in the time we are in now. And there's apparently an entire Nat Geo section for shop Disney. Wow. I did not know that. Sweaters and hoodies and yeah. So I'm definitely feeling all my Explorer vibes this week. Wow, that sounds so cozy. And I have to say, in said cozy sweater, obviously I watched the brand new latest episode of WandaVision. Hello. Nice. So good. Did you guys get to watch? I watch every episode at least twice, maybe three <laughs> times. My brain explodes. And and in fact, I was just down at Downtown Disney again, I know, shocker, and went <laughs> onto Buena Vista Street and, and into the Hollywoodland area where they have the WandaVision photo op, which I've already posted on social media. But that did not stop me from coming up with a new pose to post on social media because why not? It's there. And I, you know, would love to be stuck in Westview, though perhaps not brainwashed and being mind controlled. But when I was there, I did also get to go for the first time since it's reopened to Carthay Circle Lounge, which was <gasps> amazing. I it's miss it. I got so it. beautiful. I gotta you go. should go. You should go. It's so good. What's, what's your favorite thing on the menu there? Uh, well, probably the martini, just because you've met me before. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, the Carthay Circle Martini with the really cool spherical ice cube is fairly stellar. But yeah, it was amazing. And I am almost embarrassed, but still also very proud to say I'll be going back to downtown Disney again this weekend because (laughs) it's like filling this magical void within me. Aww. And coming up on the show, we have someone who has filled many of my hours of television watching over the years, the fabulous Allison Hannigan, who is the star of the new Flora and Ulysses movie on Disney+. Plus. She is amazing. So she's coming up and she's got lots of scoop on that. We talk a lot of fun Buffy stories. So just a heads up when we get there. Our good pal Tony was not available to do the interview at the time. He was just fresh to the pod. So you will not hear Tony's voice for that. But we assure you, Tony will be a part of many of our interviews going forward. Yay. I was in podcast camp at the time. (laughs) (laughs) And Sherry, I know you can celebrate with me on this. We love a Walt Disney World park-wide, campus-wide celebration. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. Wow. Is here. Can you believe? I can't believe. This kicks off on October 1st, basically tomorrow in my world. Teen <laughs> month celebration across all four parks at Walt Disney World. I remember the 25th. So, this is a, a really fun experience for me to be able to you know, announce this on GMA, work with our parks friends, share this with you guys, but it's super exciting. Yes, yes. Bless you. I was there for the 15th. Oh. I'm very old. Well, I was there the day it opened. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm I'm afraid of what joke to insert here. But but it's super excited. The big cheeses, Mickey and Minnie, all our pals down there, Walt Disney World, they're all getting new costumes, tucks and dresses, super exciting. And at night, all of the icons at all the four Disney parks are getting 
eventize. So Cinderella Castle would be sparking in pixie dust, the Hollywood Tower Hotel at Hollywood Studios, doing this whole light thing. It's going to be a very uh, iridescent, iridescent? Oh. Uh, evening's coming to Walt Disney World, so I'm super excited about that. Woohoo! Go to goodmorningamerica.com, obviously, for more, but also to the Disney Parks blog and disneyworld.com slash 50 for more. Yay. Hooray! Well, I've got some Disney duck news. Oh. <laughs> DuckTales, I know exactly what you're about to say. DuckTales' 90-minute series finale is coming Monday, March 15th to Disney XD and Disney Now. This series has had 75 episodes and more than 15 shorts, so... It's all culminating in a finale titled The Last Adventure. The future of adventuring hangs in the balance as the Duck family uncovers earth-shattering secrets in a final standoff with the fiendish organization for world larceny, a.k.a. Fowl. (laughs) Yes. Very exciting. Returning guest voices include our fave Lin-Manuel Miranda, Giancarlo Esposito, among many more stars. So the finale, it's going to encore nonstop for 24 hours following its premiere. Leading up to the finale, Disney XD is debuting new episodes every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern and presenting a week-long DuckTales marathon of every episode aired beginning March 8th at 7.30 p.m. All the DuckTales all the time. I am sad it's ending, but I am happy it happened. (laughs) You know, Disney XD tweeted the other day, the cast did a dramatic reading of yes! the theme song. Oh my gosh, it's great. <laughs> it is incredible. so funny. Oh my gosh. Equally incredible. This brings me, I'm not a huge gamer myself, but I am pretty plugged into the world of Star Wars and with our friends at Lucasfilm. But Star Wars Hunters is coming to Nintendo Switch. Cool. Ooh. Star Wars Hunters is a competitive arena combat game And this one actually brings players together to engage in team-based and multiplayer battle. And it's set after the fall of the Galactic Empire. So super looking forward. I may really dip into this. It is available free to download for Nintendo Switch and on the Apple App Store and on Google Play later this year. Hooray, more Star Wars things. Can't complain. Woohoo! I mentioned it before, but my niece, Dylan, has got me completely hooked on Secrets of Sulphur Springs. And this weekend it is making its debut on Disney Plus. So if you have not seen it on Disney Channel, you can just do a binge. I was completely captivated. It's this whole mystery and there's a hotel. And is it haunted? Is it a time portal? Is it a haunted time portal? I'm not totally (laughs) sure. And I'm happy about that. So there's going to be new episodes coming to Disney Plus each week, although they are starting with with the first five episodes. So you can binge the first five this weekend. So what are you waiting for? Well, keep listening to the podcast and then binge. <laughs> well, in Disney Plus news, Disney Plus just greenlit a docuseries called Choir. It's a six-episode unscripted series that's based on the motivational story behind the Detroit Youth Choir, the DYC, who you might recognize as America's Got Talent finalists. It's inspired by the artistic director, Anthony White's story. He's a teacher, a mentor, and a father figure in the heart of Detroit. And he has actually empowered more than 1,000 kids through music over two decades. So I'm excited to see his story. He might just inspire me to start my choir career right now. 
I mean, you're already a great dancer, so. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, you know what it's time for. Um, I can't imagine. Uh, it is time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend, courtesy of our friends at D23, the official Disney fan club. For complete details and listing, visit D23.com. Sherry, what's up first? Great question, Jeffrey. Up first, we've got Disney Channel Games 2008. It is new to the Disney Plus library coming this Friday, the 26th. So if you're unfamiliar with the Disney Channel Games, this is where some of the biggest Disney Channel stars competed in events at ESPN's Wide World of Sports at Walt Disney World. It's like truly such a throwback. Some of my my childhood faves are here, like Demi Lovato, yes, mm. Cole Sprouse, Dylan Sprouse, and get this, we've got Nick Jonas, Joe Jonas, and yes, Kevin Jonas. All three Jonas Brothers are in the Disney Channel Games 2008. So is Selena Gomez. So is Kyle Massey. I mean, relive the wonderful year of 2008 on <laughs> Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Yes, who doesn't want to relive 2008? <laughs> well, another Disney Channel slash Disney XD classic making its way to Disney Plus this weekend is Pair of Kings. The show with Mitchell Musso and Doc Shaw is going to be hitting the library for seasons one through three starting on Friday. Well, I see you have the Joe Rose taken care of for 2008, but I mm -hmm. would like to take you all into 2009. Ooh, Ooh, another good year. From their Burning Up tour in 2009, the 12th anniversary of that tour is Among Us. Get ready. Wow. Jonas Brothers, the concert <laughs> experience is coming to Disney Plus on February 27th, Saturday. And the concert film, you guys, also includes guest performers such as Demi and my girl, T-Swift. So super excited oh. for this one. Love them both. Well, not on Disney+, Plus, but coming to Freeform on Saturday is one of the funniest movies I have ever seen. The Proposal. I cry with laughter every time I see it. Sandra Bullock plays a not very nice boss, and she <laughs> ends up getting inadvertently engaged to her assistant, and then they end up going to Alaska. I'm excited to curl up with some Freeform on Saturday. Nice. Well, to cap off the weekend, America's Funniest Home Videos, there's a new episode coming Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern on ABC. It's been a minute since I've talked about AFV. Rest assured, listeners, I still love AFV. <laughs> In this episode, I'm really excited to see, apparently there'll be a birthday boy who gets pranked by biting into a chocolate-covered raw egg, which just Ugh. sounds hilarious and sad, but mostly hilarious. I mean, it's better than most of the things that happen on the animal shows that you talk about. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and a quick programming reminder for the two of you and everyone listening. The Globes are this weekend. Ooh. Yay! The company combined earned a total 25 Golden Globe nominations. So wow. we're talking The Mandalorian, Hamilton, The Great on Hulu, Mrs. America on FX, Onward. A lot to look forward to from your favorite Disney films and shows at the Globes. So, and we'll have a live winner's list uh, at goodmorningamerica.com also. A plug for me on Sunday night. So tune in if you're online. Well, on to our guest. She's shot to fame as Willow Rosenberg on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and has continued to slay and slay and slay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
She starred for nine hilarious seasons on How I Met Your Mother, and she co-starred in the live-action Kim Possible movie, voices Claire Clancy on one of my niece's favorite shows, Fancy Nancy, and now stars in Flora and Ulysses as a blocked romance writer who finds out her smart yet cynical daughter has a new friend who just happens to be a squirrel superhero. Welcome to the show, Allison Hannigan. Thank you. Yay! So good to see you. Yay! And hear you. I am almost horrified to say this because we're only 30 years old, but it was <laughs> August of 2001 that we met when I interviewed you for that cover about magazine for Buffy on the Santa Monica Pier. That's crazy. I just re- I still remember that I went to that photo shoot in tears because I had just seen a deer like get hit by a car it was awful I just watched it falling and then I was like they're gonna think I'm psychotic but it it shook me it was not okay but everybody was lovely (laughs) but I that was a great photo I mean those pictures Todd Oldham took were amazing and amazing I mean and I had fun with you we like we went on the ferris wheel at the Santa Monica Pier so what could be better great day so fun I wish I was there well speaking of Buffy what yeah. is it like knowing that Buffy and How I Met Your Mother are now both part of the Disney family? I'm so happy. Honestly, my kids, I don't know if they know there's other channels on our television that like ever since, thank goodness Disney Plus came out because I don't know if we could have survived the pandemic, honestly. That's all they need. <laughs> that and some, like a lot of food and they're happy. <laughs> I'm right there with them. Yeah, honestly, I don't mind it either. And then, you know, (laughs) I'll come in and they'll be watching like an old Disney show. And I didn't get Disney growing up. We didn't have like cable and I wasn't really even allowed to watch TV. And so they'll be watching these shows that I don't know if they know or even as old as they are. But um, and they're like, well, do you want to watch something else? I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm going to I'm going to do my mail or whatever. Like, you know, pretend I'm on the computer, but I'm like, The kid inside of me is like, I always wanted to know what this is about. Like, you know, so I'm a newly acquired Hannah Montana fan and like Zach and Cody and all these things (laughs) did kind of blow their brains um, by like showing them what either Zach or Cody, one of them looks like the one that's on Riverdale. I'm like, that's a, (laughs) they're like, what? (laughs) That was the show. (laughs) No idea. (laughs) That's crazy. Oh gosh, that makes me feel even uh, younger. Anyway, um, I do feel like Willow now needs to take her rightful place among our favorite Disney witches, like the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus, Ian Lightfoot from Onward, all those wizards of Waverly Place. It's going to be a party. Yes, please. Yeah, I think we need to write a a firmly worded email about that. Yeah, or at least like have a Zoom room or something. (laughs) I think that's doable. Right? We'll get on that. Okay, Flora and Ulysses. It is fun. It is funny. It is adorable. Had you and your family read the book before you were cast in the film? Yes. My family and I were introduced to Kate DiCamillo's books when my oldest daughter was five. She was in kindergarten and we went on like a camping trip with a, a bunch of her class and someone brought Mercy Watson. And we were just like, what is this gift you have just given us? And so, of course, we loved the Mercy Watson books. And then as my kids grew, we got into the older books and we had read Flora and Ulysses. So as soon as I heard 
that Disney Plus was doing the live action, uh, my immediate thought was like, yeah, do it. And then I was like, wait, I should probably read the script first, just because you like the book. Doesn't. And then I, I was really actually very nervous to read the script. I wanted to love it as much as I do the book. And I finished it like in record time. And I was like, so <laughs> happy. And they nailed it in every way. And then every step of the way, it just it was sort of better and better. And it was just such an incredible experience. And I was so happy. The only hesitation I had to take this job was that it was filming over the summer in Vancouver, which was great and fun. We all like moved up there. It was wonderful. But it had followed my daughter's birthday where she was like, I don't want to party. All I want to do is go on a Disney cruise. So I was like, okay, great. So I was like, I just got off the hook. Oh I my gosh. For the parties. We had a Disney cruise all booked and it was going to be in August. And she was like looking forward to her birthdays in March and she had to wait till August for the cruise, but the movie conflicted with the cruise. And so my only hesitation was like, I have to break my daughter's heart and tell her we can't go on the her birthday present cruise so that I can do this movie. And so I was like distraught over like, how am I going to break her heart? But it's such a good script. I have to do it. And then I told her it was Flora and Ulysses. And she was like, great. And I'm like, but the, the cruise, are you? <laughs> I love Flora. And so she made it like so easy. And I had stressed over like telling her for days. But it was totally worth it. Well, when they come back, I think you've got enough Disney Street credit at this point that <laughs> there's no way you would not have the most amazing Disney oh, cruise. It still hurts a little, but thank goodness the movie is just so worth it. And oh, I just am so incredibly grateful that I got to be a part of it. And they loved, you know, hanging out on set and Matilda's my oldest daughter's age. And they would like play puzzles and games and stuff between takes and it was such a great experience. Uh, all right. So prior to the movie, how did you feel about squirrels? I love squirrels. I actually call my my kids baby squirrel. So and when they have like a little squirrel, mainly the younger one, but um, it took us a while to name the older one. It was down between two names and we couldn't figure it out. So I just kept calling her baby girl. And then that kind of like progressed into baby squirrel. And so, um, <laughs> so both my kids have been like, their nicknames are baby squirrel. So I, I've always loved squirrels. And then I just realized today in doing all these interviews that I used to, during the Buffy days, I used to have this sort of thing somebody had taught me or I picked it up on the streets because, you know, that's what you do. But I learned how to snap in, you kind of slowly snap, but just keep snapping, snapping, snapping. And then squirrels will just like come up to you. What? Isn't that what you guys learn on the streets? <laughs> How to attract squirrels? Are you sure no? that was the streets or was that perhaps in one of the spell books? I'm just going mean, to, it sounds very magical to me. Like, I know. I'm going to see if I can still have the special skill, but I could do it like every day if I saw a squirrel. And I don't have any like, I, I'm not bribing them with nuts or anything. It's just my snapping. They probably <laughs> think the snapping is a nut maybe. So I'm probably like, I don't know. I'm tricking the squirrel. <laughs> I love that. Wow, I, I've got to I, try that. I yeah. think it's Nat Geo's show. I don't know. We like the squirrel whisperer. I'm in. Yeah. I'm like. And fun fact, Anthony Stewart Head, who played Giles on Buffy, he and his partner, Sarah, live in Bath, England. And they one day came outside and found a hurt baby squirrel. So they nursed it back to health. 
and in their kitchen. And then once it was big and able and healthy again, they opened up the kitchen, they put it on the step to run into the beautiful bath wild and the squirrel sort of looked around and then ran back into the kitchen. So they just kept trying to get the squirrel to go back, live in your environment in your, nope, squirrel every time, run back into the kitchen. So they're like, well, I guess we have a pet squirrel now. And they built this huge like outdoor like enclosure, let's say enclosure. And so when I went to visit them, I got to like go and play with their squirrel. And you have to like put on like lots and lots of layers because their claws are so sharp. But Smithy was the squirrel's name. He would like run up your leg and run around and he'd sniff you. And it was amazing. That is the cutest Wow. You have so much more squirrel experience than I could have guessed. I love squirrels. <laughs> I do. Well, speaking of squirrels, the CG for Ulysses is amazing. Did they have a squirrel stand-in? How did that work? Was it a squirrel in a green suit? <laughs> you know, we had a foam squirrel. So that's what we would do during rehearsals and maybe like the first take or something. There was also like a pole with an X on it. So we would all look at the same thing. And then for the actual CGI, there was like this big mirror ball that would do all the action that and I'm not exactly sure why they did that, but they knew what they were doing because clearly they <laughs> did an incredible job. And my daughters who were on set and would come see how we were doing, you know, they saw that there was no squirrel. And while we were watching it, my youngest kept saying, she was like, did you get to work with a real squirrel? I was like, no, sweetie. And then like 10 minutes later, she's like, how'd they get the squirrel to do that? And I'm like, guys. Like what? And she just got so like engaged that she would forget that it wasn't real. So that's a true compliment. I was like, honey, it's not a real squirrel. I guess I shouldn't be popping that bubble. Like just let her like, oh, lots of training, lots of peanuts. Lots of, <laughs> lots of snapping. Snapping. Honey, I'll teach you the snapping trick and you can get your squirrel to do this. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. All right, no spoilers, but the Eminem moment that's toward the end of the film was really moving. But also knowing that there isn't a real squirrel there, was it hard having that much emotion when you're not actually playing against a living being? I guess I have years of experience with Buffy, <laughs> like pretending something's there that's not there. This was oddly easier, you know, and I think because it's a squirrel, it was very easy to imagine rather than, you know, there were many more struggles on Buffy to like sort of imagine what type of monster I'm looking at. <laughs> like they would try to kind of give me a little synopsis of like, yeah, it's going to have lots of noses or I don't think that was a character, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so imagining a squirrel was pretty easy for me compared to what I've done in the past. Buffy and How I Met Your Mother aside, you've done a lot with Disney over the years, from Kim Possible to Fancy Nancy and now Flora and Ulysses. Have you always been a Disney fan? I have, and I didn't get to watch a lot of TV growing up, and I, we didn't have cable, so I would like go to my friend's house and be like, can we please, can we, and they're like, can we do something other than like watch Disney movie? And I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> so it was always a dream like now it's even better because I, you know, being a mom and like seeing my kids, you know, be excited about something I'm in or, you know, actually get to watch anything I'm in. That's helpful. So yeah, it really is just, I'm such a huge fan 
And it's just like, it's so cool to be a part of that family. Well, it's nice having you a part of the family. Yay, thank you. Mm-hmm. And we know that you loved the whole family loves Disney. So we do like to ask people who we know love Disney about what some of their Disney favorites are. Oh, are you ready? Oh, how much time do you have? Well, we're, we'll, we'll try to make it easy, but you don't, you don't have to pick one. You can always pick a couple, but okay. you know, favorite Disney movie. Oh, well, Flora and Ulysses. Hey, no. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, for real. Like, well, I mean, it would be, but, uh, oh gosh. Oh, oh, it's so hard. That's like picking a favorite kid. You can't really do that. The ones that are popping into my mind are like Moana. I, I love Tangled. Uh, I love to move on. Oh, it's also <laughs> really hard. I can't. All good choices. Well, there's Toy Story. Yeah, and there is. That's not technically. Well, it is, but it's not. That's Pixar. Oh, yeah. So that counts. Count Star Wars and Marvel now, too. You can go there. Oh, dear. Okay, no. I'm, let's just limit it. Oh, okay. I can't. Uh, it, uh, I, yeah. All of them. <laughs> well, you picked some really good ones that have epic music so but now favorite disney. disney song Ooh. oh man I, i'm just gonna go with what first pops into my mind and i think it's probably because it just reminds me of my children so much but anything from frozen and i just came across uh, a video recently of my daughter when she was probably like two just belting out let it go or something and oh my gosh so I think Frozen because it that was nonstop for a very long time at such a cute age where they didn't know what they were singing, but it was adorable. And they did it with all of their soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Favorite Disney park attraction. Oh, oh, so many. No, you know what I have to do? I was fortunate enough to get to go to the opening of Toy Story Land at Disney World. That was just the best weekend of my kids and I, like our life. Because honestly, when Toy Story came out, I was like, oh, they obviously made this for me. Like they only wanted me to see this because this is my, I used to try to catch my toys, like interacting when I was a kid. Like I was like, I know you do things when I leave the room. So it was basically a documentary for me. It wasn't a cartoon. Yeah, it's a pretty unbelievable thing. <laughs> Last but not least, it's my favorite Disney favorite. What is your favorite Disney memory? Oh, I, I'd have to go back to the Disney World trip. It was just, I mean, Disney just, they couldn't have been more like gracious and giving in. It was just, we had the most incredible like tour guide, Kelly, who my kids, like cried when we were leaving like saying goodbye to her they like drew her pictures and like they genuinely like cried all the way to the airport because they were going to miss kelly so much she was phenomenal she was like with us the whole weekend honestly i felt like i had won some sort of like sweepstakes it could not have been it was like the quintessential like family trip and it was just pure joy and magic the entire weekend like I never wanted to leave. And I love that that's the world that Disney creates, especially for children. It just like to be able to just have that experience and just to like, just go live in the magic is, I love as a parent, it just filled me with such joy. And, and then the kid in me was like even more joyous and it was a dream come true. Seriously. 
Oh, it was like the best weekend ever. Such a good answer. Oh. It's been so much fun talking to you. Thank oh. you so much for joining us today. It was so nice to see you again and nice to talk to you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. I love her so much. I can't believe it has been 20 years since I first met her. Again, I just can't believe you've met literally all of our guests before. <laughs> that is not true. That is not true. And I have a feeling Tony is going to one-up me on a whole bunch of them going forward. <laughs> well, you guys, thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out d23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.